Hey, everybody. Welcome to Risky Business. We are the Coverage Queens. I'm Kathy Kaler. And I'm Bliss Landon. Welcome back. Welcome back to another fabulous episode. We're excited to have you. And uh, I am so excited about my guest today. Our guest today. Me too. Me too. So fun. Yeah. Have you been? I've been great. How about you? I feel like it's a month. I haven't talked to you in a little while. I know, but it's only been seven days. (laughs) It seems like seven months. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. So crazy. We have so yeah. much to talk about. We do. We have so We have many estate things. sales to talk about. A, a great article I found that we're going to discuss. Yes. Uh, many skin, things. Many topics. Skin. We're talking about skin. I like how the camera is only showing the right side because the left side, literally a deep freeze zap from the dermo. I, I thought my cheek was going to explode. Remember I told you this thing has been here? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Your glasses that. are hiding it, so you're fine. Oh, thank you. Okay. <laughs> and a new fashion tip. Right. Anyway, um, well, let's uh, let's introduce our guest. Okay. So uh, today, you guys, we have the fabulous Megan B. Murphy. She is the editor-in-chief of Women's Day. I have known her for a long time. We actually did a uh, a piece together. She was just reminding me back, let's just say a few years ago, um, with uh, with another fabulous actress. We were doing a piece on health and 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 healthy foods and working out. Um, but Megan, I have been watching for the last years, and her energy is insane. Uh, she is everywhere. She's got a podcast. She's uh, on on all different kinds of shows. Today Show and with Maria Menunos, and she has a fabulous new book, wow. uh, Your Fully Charged Life. Um, I'm getting a copy. I will find her. I will get her to sign it. <laughs> I want one too. But let's welcome <laughs> Megan. Megan, welcome. Yay! Hi, Megan. Thank you for having me. Yay! Yes. Your green chairs give me life. I just love your green chairs. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'll tell We're you. We're glad you like it. Colors make you happy, right? They really do. Truth. This yeah. girl, so the extra charge of my book. This girl awesome. wears amazing colors. If you follow her on Instagram, the outfits are just, they brighten fully charged. my day. They are fully charged. <laughs> I write great. about that in the book. I call it dopamine dressing. I think you need to dress the way you want to feel. And my life is a party, not a funeral. Oh my God. That I only wear black. Awesome. You've just deadened me. <laughs> Oh no. I mean, well, where, like, what could be the fun factor? Could you have a really great shoe or a statement? She does. She always wears great shoes and great jewelry. So So that's the key. You don't have to be completely flashy, but I think what the point of dopamine dressing is to dress the way you want to feel. So even if you are in a full stuffy suit, maybe you have happy socks on because there's that one happy maker that says to the world, yay, I'm here and life is good. You know, I it's so it. true. And that 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 takes me back. Megan, you probably don't know this about me, but um, I worked for my father and my father is my business partner with this business venture. And so I've been working for him for a really long time and I've been his daughter for a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but I remember, you know, back in the day when we weren't such a casual society in mm-hmm. business, I came in kind of casual and he he said, why are you dressed that way? And and I said, well, 
I, I'm comfortable. And he, and he said, yeah, but you got to dress the part, man. You got to, you know, if you want to be successful, you got to dress successful. He said, I'm sorry, but my mood is different. When I, when I dress a certain way, it changes everything about me. And I think you will experience the same thing. And that was a lesson he taught me a long time ago. And Great. and it's really true. Yeah. You know, there, there is something to be said about being comfortable, but then also, you also want to feel happy at how you look and and your energy that you're portraying to other people, right? I think a lot of people realize this during the pandemic. I mean, if you changed from pajamas to pajamas um, oh, or yeah. never wore anything that buttoned or didn't take a shower, I mean, how did that change when you did shower, when you did put on a swipe yeah. of mascara, when you did blow out your hair, when you did wear pants that buttoned? Right. I know that I feel better when I do those things. Exactly. I carry myself differently. I enter the world differently. Absolutely. And I think it's important to, to really understand that what you wear does impact your mood. I think so. Incredible. Absolutely. And kind of tells about your character and your personality mm -hmm. and I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. It can it. also be yeah. an invitation for conversation. Well, speaking True. of uh, COVID, um, you know, yes, we did experience and have, you know, people are still experiencing this dramatic shift in how we live our life. Uh, you have three kids who are, by the way, absolutely adorable. Um, oh, thank you. But there, you, did you go through like most with the in-home schooling and, and how was that for you? I know I watched you mm -hmm. and just, you know, at times was quite humorous, sure. but share a little bit about that. But as that. a businesswoman, you're so busy. How did you cope well, with all that? In the beginning of the pandemic, it was really tough because I started the job as the editor-in-chief of Woman's Day in March, last March, a year oh, ago. Wow. Um, and I mean, I hadn't really hired or met my team in person. I hadn't cleared out my good housekeeping office yet. So I was starting that new job from home. And I was also turning in my book. My book was due in April. Wow. So it was this whole moment of, oh my gosh, I'm now homeschooling three children, finishing a book and starting a new job. Oh it was gosh. very, very daunting. <laughs> wow. And meanwhile, too, like all my TV had had come to the home base. So like we're doing the today show in at my kitchen table with my husband filming, you know, I mean, everything just became at team Murphy central. And like, I, I mean, all of my work was happening here and it was very surreal. Wow. I mean, there were certainly days where I was crying in the shower. Um, but there were also days where I'm like, wow, and thank God I wrote this book because this is a toolkit to build resilience and find you know, joy and remain optimistic, even in the hardest of times. I mean, I used all of those strategies, especially when my whole family got COVID. I mean, my three kids, <gasps> myself, my 71-year-old mom, we went through COVID. So wow. We, we, you all got sick? You all got sick? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Oh, geez. Yeah. Three weeks before my book came out. So that was like oh. really, really super fun. I was about to record my audio book. And the next thing I know, I have COVID and, you know, my my publisher is telling me we're going to have to hire a narrator and I'm just like crying because oh, I have COVID oh. and I just want to record my audiobook. Thankfully, we pushed the deadline to the very last second and I did get to record my own book. Thank goodness, because oh, that was God. just so important to me. But I'm asthmatic. I have a history of pneumonia. I've been in the hospital for pneumonia before, so I was scared. Um, mm. And how did you do? Did you do tough time? I mean, obviously you're okay now, but was it really tough or? Yeah, it was brutal. To be was honest, it? it was brutal. Yeah. Try very hard not to get COVID. I, I swear. The upside now is I have antibodies, and so I feel a little bit of, of relief. But yeah. you know, it's hard because I all of us were sick simultaneously. So mm -hmm. I can barely get out of bed. I'm exhausted, and frankly, I had GI issues for six days where I lost ten pounds. 
And yet I have to care for a 10-year-old, a nine-year-old, and a seven-year-old wow. you know, oh, who have 103 fevers, who are projectile vomiting, oh, that are fine, that are sick again. I mean, oh. it was not, I mean, I don't want to sugarcoat it. Wear a damn mask, social distance, be smart. Because it's, it's you not know, we, we took all the precautions and we still got sick. And it was it was pretty brutal. I mean, oh, it was I'm no fun. So glad I'm you guys are so okay. grateful that I didn't wind up in the hospital and that, you know, we did get through it. I have friends who lost parents. I mean, it's... COVID is no joke. Right. Um, right. But once again, I mean, I think that the silver lining of it and the timing of it was kind of great because it gave me, it just reinforced that the the tips and tricks and strategies that I outline in your fully charged life work. Um, and I was able to weather, you know, a COVID times six with optimism and joy and resilience because I, I know how to do that. I have the skills, I have the toolkit. Wow. Amazing. That's, that's amazing. Everybody needs to get your fully charged life book. I can't wait to read <laughs> <Or> it. Megan. <laughs> yeah. I think I should and have gotten it last year though. <laughs> I know. Well, that was, and that's again, I keep, keep saying, cause like as an author, you know, no one wants to release a book in a pandemic where I can't go on a book tour. I can't do in-person signings and, and everything is virtual it stinks in that regard as the author. It's hard to sell books in a, in a pandemic, but on the flip side, I think that this message is needed now more than ever. This advice is, is helpful now more than ever. Um, yeah. You yeah, know, and sure. it's, it's all based in positive psychology and right. neuroscience. And it's really about, it's, it's a training regimen. And, and Kathy, you'll appreciate this. I say the same way I trained my body to feel strong and fit and healthy. I trained my brain. I retrained my brain um, to prioritize positivity and, and to outthink bad days. So well, amazing. and I think a lot of people, you know, of all ages are suffering still from depression, from the pandemic oh, and just being isolated and alone and, um, you know, still seeing the repercussions from it. And, you know, and, and as we're pivoting into opening up again, still there's some people that are stuck, you know, in fear and at home and they, mm -hmm. they don't know how to get back to their old lives. And so a book like that will be really helpful to, you know, give you the tools to get in the mental state of mind that you need to be to move on with your life again, you know, get Absolutely. back out there. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. I mean, that the, it's been, it's been fun now that it's out in the world to get feedback from people who say, you know, oh my gosh, I tried that trick of have changing my have to's to get to's and oh my goodness, it works. Wow. You that's know, fantastic. That's a simple way to trick yourself into practicing gratitude because gratitude is the secret sauce in life. Um, but if you don't have the bandwidth to keep a gratitude journal, because that feels like homework, what if you simply change your have tos to get tos? And how does that change the way you approach things? Right, I don't have right. to work out. I get to. I mean, I was mm -hmm. telling myself that after COVID, I get to work out today. I mean, I couldn't a week ago. I couldn't stand up a week ago, a week ago but now I get to. I get to work out. Love it. That's Love awesome. that three-letter word. <laughs> <laughs> get. So, um, Megan, I was going to have Bliss tell a little bit about um, – the business here, which is about um, educational devices that kids are using, that we're using a little bit before uh, COVID, but now for sure during COVID and with your three. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So share we, a little bit about the um, 
coverage. So what, yeah. So what we do is we provide coverage for the at-home learning devices that your kids are probably using every day for, you know, Mm -hmm. the at-home school that they've had to pivot to. And so we're ensuring those devices, you know, against loss and damage, you know, spilling their cereal on it or dropping it off the counter. Or bringing it into the bathtub. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That that would be covered. Yeah. That would be covered. I'm going to tell you the Chromebook, (laughs) the Chromebook couldn't be repaired after a bathtub incident. Really? Okay. So tell us your experience with that? What what happened? <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, my daughter is 10 and um, she's become a bit of like a beauty girl. Like she loves bath bombs and like soaking in the tub. And it's like a, it's a source of relaxation and calm for her. And like, hey, listen, anything goes right now, right? Like Absolutely. if you want to take a two hour bath with, you know, 900 bath bombs and that gives you some stress <laughs> relief, right? Please just don't bring your stinking Chromebook because Into the she had, she was like, <laughs> We're taking her luxurious bath, you know, and I mean, like she's 10 and it was like, she had like a little bit of lavender oil and like, the, I mean, like it was like all a candle, not lit. Cause she's not allowed to light a candle, but like the candle sitting there unlit <laughs> and all the things and had her Chromebook pop- propped up on the bathtub. Oh my gosh. Um, and we're not Whoops. sure how it got soaking wet, but we do know it got soaking wet and could not be repaired. Oh. So there's that. So mm, yeah. so did you have to take it back to the school or how did you how did you do that? So it was it was something we had purchased. Oh. So I'm very lucky right now. I did hack my life a little bit and I put my kids in an in-person Catholic school this year. Um, so they are in person school from, right. um, 9am to 8am to 3pm every day. We've had to obviously do home learning, um, when we've had to quarantine, when we had COVID, um, and, and moments like that. And the school has done like, you know, at home learning days, et cetera, et cetera. It was it's not now as bad for us as it was at the end of la- like this time last year was mm-hmm. impossible because right, it was right. three kids, all, all of us learning how to virtually learn, et cetera. Right. So we, we have a little bit of a better scenario now because they are physically in a building. That's good. That's a chunk good. of the day. But I will say they're obviously using their devices more. How, how much was it for they, you to buy a new Chromebook for her? Um, we didn't wind up going the Chromebook route again. We wound up getting a Microsoft Surface. Okay. And how much did that, um, how much did that cost? I think it was like 800 Bucks. Yeah, they're I think expensive. It was probably eight hundred bucks. So on the Chromebook, had you spent twenty bucks to insure it for the year, and for twenty dollars yeah. you could have gotten a new one. That would have been a good deal, right? I mean, yes. And then, <laughs> <laughs> well, it was also like the energy of like we took it to one of those like fix any device stores, and they were like, "Can't fix this," so it was like, "Drop it off." Oh boy, pick it like. The time. whole process, the like, whole so it was process. also wasted time, which was annoying to me because right. time is my most precious commodity, frankly. So exactly. So we would have mailed you a box. You would have stuck it in the box, and it would have gotten sent to our repair facility. We would have said it's a total loss, and we would have covered it for you. Yeah, and we would have, and that, we would have sent you a new one. I think that's that's high value because, I mean, I think I'm most parents are in the same boat of me as me too, where we're allowing more device usage than we ever would have pre-quarantine. We, like we if, have mm-hmm. to. Yeah. yeah. So we like with the now. gaming. I mean, for me with my boys, yes. like that's social, right? Like if they right. are there playing Fortnite and they're playing with their friends and they're on their headsets and they're all, it's like a play date, right? It is. Like, it is. Yeah. 
So I don't think a year, like pre-quarantine, pre-pandemic, I don't think I would have been like, yeah, go play Fortnite. But now yeah. I'm like, okay, <laughs> it's like social. Right. And like you need yeah. you need social interaction. So it's I'm in a different boat with technology, frankly. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've all learned to accept more of it now. We have to, mm-hmm. you know. It's, it's there's no choice. Right. 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 Amazing. Well, we, we've been hearing different stories about, um, just like your kids, you know, dropping it in a backpack, it gets run over, you know, all Mm -hmm. of these scenarios are throughout the country. And the thing that I've just learned kind of stepping in here, because I've, you know, as you know, I'm from the health background and fitness and, and, uh, you know, nutrition, um, I was so interested to connect here because I'm now looking at ways that we can be more healthy in our lives on kind of what we do. You know, how are how well are we organized in our closets? Um, you know, our devices. There's so much about health connected with our devices. And, you know, so t- tying in here with Risky Business with my friend who's right here <laughs> <laughs> having a good time, um, it really makes you – want to step back and look at your life. What can I do better? What can I be more aware of, become more educated and make those conscious changes? Um, So that's what was so interesting about this and learning that, you know, something right there, you experienced something that caused stress, what took time, cost money, but here's something that people don't know about, that they can get these devices insured, not the warranty, but insured and make that tr- transition from an accident, a damaged item, um, so easy, so seamless. Mm-hmm. So anyway, just yes. thought I'd share my connection to this and and uh, why I was so interested. I have a question, Megan. Are you are mm-hmm. you know for all the things that you're doing? Are you doing something specific for kids too? I mean, my kids are a big part of everything I do. So if I'm doing a celebration segment, for instance, like, you know, we did Backyard Fun on Live with Kelly and Ryan. My team Murphy was all, we were involved in part of the segment. If I'm doing last year, we did Easter for the Today Show, Mother's Day for the Today Show. Like we, they're often a part of my segments. Yeah. Um, Oh, that's so fun. I think that's great that you can, you know, have your children with you. I think that also has been part of this pandemic too, is, you know, busy working moms, you're incorporating your children more than you did before. And that's a positive thing, right? Yeah. I mean, I talk about it. I, I talk about it in the book about treating your family like a team. And approaching life as a team and and striving for synergy versus harmony and certainly not balance because there's no such thing as balance. But how can you create synergy where that the pieces of your life work together um, Mm -hmm. and understand each other and complement each other and, and support each other? And that's really, you know, it's been a whole new world. I now work from home. My husband now works from home. So I do a podcast from home. I write a magazine from home. I finished a book. I'm doing a virtual book tour from home. My husband is doing his banking job from home. I mean, it's like a (laughs) whole new world. And when he's not doing, you know, working on his finance job, he's filming my Today Show segments. So, I mean, it's it's like... But isn't that it's great though? I mean, crazy. don't you kind of like that though? I mean, it's yeah. It's- I mean, frankly, like we were having a conversation. I was having a conversation with my superiors yesterday about return to work and what that looks like. And you know, I'm not, I'm not 
super jazzed about commuting again. Right. And hauling oh, my sure. butt into New York City. Like I'm, you know, now between Zoom calls, I throw in a little laundry or I go pick up the kids' vitamins <laughs> right. or I go get my zip pop. You know, I mean it's, I'm more efficient. Why not? And I yeah. I love that. You know, that's yeah. that's much better. My life works better this way. I mean, I do sort of miss the camaraderie of of the office and right. collaborating visually in in you know in person yeah but um the trade offs are big because it, what i gain in terms of family dinners and picking up the kids from school mm-hmm. and being able to hear um you know like so and so said this today and so and so said that like I, I i love being on the front lines with yeah, my kids yeah. in a way that i wasn't you know before as a commuting working mom Right. So and and as working mothers, we're always feeling guilty about not spending enough time with our kids. And, you know, and like you said, you mentioned balance. There is no balance, even though you're no. striving for it all the time. But no. it's it's like impossible. But at least, you know, through the pandemic, we've been able to spend some really good quality time with our kids. Mm-hmm. And know? it's about appreciating that. I mean, balance is like a dirty word to me, right? Because balance suggests that two things could be equal at all times. My My family and my job are never equal. Right. Sometimes right. my family is more important because my son needs to get his tonsils out. And sometimes work does take precedence and, and it tips the scales because I'm on crazy deadlines, right? So right. there's never it's never equal. It's never right. equal. There's no such thing as balance. You're right. I also don't have any guilt though. I think guilt is a dirty word. I don't experience guilt. It I mean, is. Well, okay. I mean that that's <laughs> kudos we to will you. Stri- we'll strive. I know for that. I, I'm gonna strive <laughs> yeah. to not feel that way because I have always felt that way because I've been working from day one. But but um, but I, I love your positive, you know, outlook on everything. I mean, just every word, every thought. You're just a super positive, dynamic but person. But I'm not. That's that's what I, that's sort of the beauty of the book, though, is because I'm not inherently this way. Uh, my nickname was Grumpy as a child. My negativity oh. bias is strong. I had some very tumultuous years, and I was a pessimist. Uh, you know, a, like a sullen, miserable, like. Really? Oh, I can't possible? imagine. Yeah. Yep. I don't believe yep. you. <laughs> no, and and it's that's why you have to read the book because I trained to live this way. I, I mean, will. That's why when I was I was writing an article for Cosmo and I was and I was the first sort of taste of positive psychology I got where I I absolutely for the first time realized that happiness was an active state of doing versus a passive state of being. And you can never be happy unless you learn to do happy. And wow, what does that so look true. like? What are those daily actions that we can all take to move the happiness needle? Uh, and once mm-hmm. that started to click for me and I began to practice and prioritize positivity, my world changed. I changed the neuroplasticity of my brain. I changed the way I carry myself on this planet. And even when really crap things happen, like my dad getting diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and dying five months later, uh-huh. I was equipped. I had the tools to move through with resilience and grace. Wow. It doesn't mean it didn't hurt. It doesn't mean it right. didn't suck. But right. I knew how, to, how to, to, to forge onward because I now have the tools. Wow. Right. That's amazing. Wow. I heard somebody say that those who seek happiness aren't happy. You know, it's even like in the Constitution, the pursuit of happiness. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. like when you when you just are happy, that like you settle. You're, you, you decide. Like I decide. I'm happy. I'm, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking mm-hmm. for it. Then exactly. You, then you feel it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. And it's also once you realize you're, there is, you, when you sort of make this flip the switch and understand that happiness is a state of doing, that really truly means there's always something you can do to move the happiness needle. 
So if I'm not feeling happy right now, well, it's not like, oh, happiness is so elusive. It's like, oh, I need to do something that makes me happy right now. And maybe that something is making my bed because that small sense of accomplishment powers me. Or maybe it's putting fresh cut flowers in the house because I understand all that great Harvard research that says, wow, they ease anxiety. Fresh flowers are magic. Or maybe it means, oh my goodness, I'm not protecting my sleep. Maybe I need to go to bed earlier and get myself on a sleep routine. Oh my goodness, maybe it means I didn't move my body today. And once you understand that there is always something you can do to move the happiness needle, it's no longer so elusive because happiness isn't like this thing out there that someday (laughs) maybe you'll have, right? Like, no, it's like you You can do it right now unless you start doing it. it. Exactly. It is absolutely a state of doing. Wow. That's so awesome. Well, I tell you, we are happy. That you were here today. Absolutely. <laughs> Yay. I love it so much. Megan, thank you so yeah, much. Thank you so much for being here. It's been such no a pleasure problem. to get to know you. And I can't wait to read your book and um and just wish you all the luck in the world with everything you're doing. Where are people thank getting you so your much. book, girl? So I and I always love to encourage people to shop local. So if you have a small hometown bookstore mm-hmm. or a little bookstore that could potentially be struggling during quarantine, pop in there. If they don't have it, ask them to order it. Otherwise, Barnes and Noble, Amazon, all the big guys have it. Okay. Um, but I, I'm like such a big fan of shopping local and supporting local and loving yeah, how you live. Especially now, yes. And I- if you do um, get it on one of the big dogs. Authors love a report card. So if okay. you rate it and review it, that's a super big deal for authors. Um, it really means a lot to me to hear feedback from people. All right. I love it. I love it. And follow her on Instagram. She's hilarious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I My life is very fun filtered. I Aww. use a filter. It's a fun filter. We always have a good Aww, time. I want a fun filter. <laughs> yeah. We have so much to do. Copy I'm going to do that. I'm modeling after Megan. <laughs> right. All right. Listen, thank you so much. Have a great rest of your you too, fully ladies. charged day. Yes. Whoa, thank whoa. you, Megan. Whoa, whoa. All right. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> So great. Oh my gosh, she's awesome. Super fun. I love her. Right? Super, yes. super, super yes. fun. Oh, so fun. It's so um also I was just thinking as she was talking, there's so much that was reminding myself of what I've done in my career. You know, she wrote an article for Cosmo. That was one of my very first things that I did oh, really? when I was working for Jane Fonda. And um, and then all of my years on the Today Show, one of one episode that I did. We were in the plaza and it was family fitness. And Walker, my youngest, uh, was maybe toddling around at two, but he could shoot a basket. So we had one of those play school plastic basketball things. And and the twins were doing sit-ups and push-ups on a mat. And, you know, it was it was really the, you know, I look at the same message. We're still talking about the same message. We're still trying to you know, find those ways to have better quality of life. Right. Um, so and be anyway, happy it's so and cool. be happy and just so, try to keep your happiness going mm-hmm. when we've been through a real tragedy. Yeah. So. I love what she's doing. I'm oh, so, I love it too. I can't wait to read her so book. So proud of her and, and yeah. inspired. Awesome. Anyway, well, 
There's another one down in the books. Yes, yes. Great episode. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I hope that uh, you do go out and look for her book, uh, Your Fully Charged Life by Megan Murphy. Like she said, you can go shop local uh, or Barnes and Noble um, and and find her on Instagram. So, so funny. And yes, Amazon too. Yeah. So thank you for joining us right here at Risky Business. Any um, questions or thoughts or or just ideas that you want us to to look for and 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 talk about? We are at Risky Business at thecoveragequeens.com. Email us, um, and um, we'll see you on our next episode. Thanks for watching.